Hey guys, just a heads up. This podcast contains adult language and occasionally has adult themes. If you are under the age of 18, you need to click away. No, seriously, if you are a child or someone who's going to be judging me around the dinner table, you need to find another podcast. Thanks. Welcome to Panda Talks. I'm Brady. And I'm back, bitches. Are you feeling better? Not really. Kind of. A little bit. Um, oh, that was my arm right next to the phone making a fart noise. Yeah, get get that shit out of here, dude. I apologize. Um, I, I was sick, but I've just been really stressed out and emotionally not okay and just... I, I know that's not an excuse, but it's just I just haven't had the, like, been in the mood to record anything. Um, I went full-time at work, I think we mentioned that, and it's just, it's really taken its toll on me. I don't mean to complain, because there's plenty of people that, that work full-time, but I just, there's just been some bullshit at work. Like most jobs, but you know, it just, it's kind of been wearing on me and I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm over it. This went from like the greatest place I've ever worked to like, um, I don't know. Average. Average. Well, like it's still amazing. I still love like what it, it sucks because I'm kind of being known as like the most negative employee there and I don't want to be known as that. Uh, granted, I, uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted. I, like, get more bitchy as my pregnancy progresses. Like, I just, I'm just in pain and I have to, I don't want to deal with your shit on top of my shit. So, there's a lot of that, but I'm I'm trying to be a positive person at work because I don't want to be negative and I don't want to have a bad experience and, but it's just like... It was just getting too much. I blame going full-time. Life was simpler when it was part-time because I could just go in, do my job. I love my job. I love massaging. I love the people. It's just uh, like uh, just uh, management and I fear saying that because uh, I also fear that my (laughs) one of my bosses, if not both, has found this podcast. So um, I'll leave it at that. So I'm not out to lose my job because I really do love it at the end of the day. And I think that's why it sucks so bad that, uh, that I feel like as upset as I do. Like, I feel like it's not as good because it really is a good job mm-hmm. and it's a, really is a good place to work. So when bullshit, stupid bullshit happens, I'm just like, we can do better. We are better. Why is this the way it is? You know? So... Anyways, uh, all that to say, sorry I've been gone. I've been really tired, stressed out, and just under a lot with work and trying to save up for a house, which is just looking more and more impossible every day, and I'm literally just killing myself full-time for something that might not come true, and I'm really pissed about that. So, all that to say, Brady's here to talk again today. He wants to talk about Batman, the new Batman movie, and I will be playing Spyro and uh, sipping on chai tea. 
chai tea. Mm-hmm. Because it <laughs> makes me happy. Well, that's good. So, I'm trying to, like, think about what I want to say and what I want Because I don't want to, like, spoil it too much. Because it's still fairly new. It's only been out for, like, three weeks or something. <clears throat> Maybe two weeks. I can't remember. came out March 4th, so it's been out about, oh, ten days. So... Yeah, I'm not going to I'm going to try not to spoil it too much. Um and I'll just kind of get into it and then I'll kind of cover like some some stuff that I heard that like some critiques that I heard that I never thought about, but I I love Batman, so it's kind of me watching it with rose-colored glasses like I I look at it and I go, "Oh, this is this is a perfect movie because it's Batman, you know. You can literally throw him in anything and and that's what you get. Um, that being said, um, so I went to see this movie like the day before it came out because they were doing the pre the pre showings, and our our daughters have cough, so if we have to abruptly stop because one of them woke up coughing, I apologize, but you know, parents' life. Um, so I went I went to see this like the day before it came out and it was fun. Like I was kind of surprised because I just like on a whim had texted your mom about babysitting and then the person I was going to go with couldn't go. And I'm like, well, I already have a babysitter, so I might as well. So I I um made a uh, just just. Got on the website and bought a single ticket because that was pretty much all that was left in the theater. But then it was strange because when I got to the theater on the website, the theater was packed with like only a couple spots not taken. When I got there, it was like empty. Not empty, but I'm going to say about 50% full. Um, and this kind of... I'm, I'm Basically, I'm just saying, like, it could have been better with more people. You know, when you see a movie with a ton of people and the energy is, like, up here, like, super high up. And I went to this one, and it was it was kind of lower. Like, not, you know, it wasn't terrible. The guy that I sat next to was kind of a, a freaking well, buzzkill. Do you think one of the guys you saw the movie with... The, like, four people in the theater. Do you think they bought out the whole theater so they could, like, enjoy? Which is stupid, because you could have done it at home. But so they could enjoy the movie at home alone. and then Or at the movie theater alone and not have to deal with other people. And then you, like, the one ticket they didn't purchase, you bought it? <laughs> no, I, I think it was, like, because it was at a weird time. It was, like, a Thursday, and I got a 3 o'clock show and so i think some people were like oh, i'll make it to that and then once it actually started happening people were like oh i guess you know something comes up or whatever but a whole theater of people it wasn't a whole it was probably half full so it was like half a theater oh you made it sound like four people showed up no there was like so when i booked my ticket this both of the seats next to me were taken um and then when i got to the theater the one because i showed up like 
15, 20 minutes early because somebody pointed out, they're like, oh, if you have somebody on both sides, hopefully you'll get an armrest. So I'm like, I'm going to show up early and claim one of the armrests. Um, and then by the time I got there, both people had already sat down. I was like, oh, that was kind of pointless of me showing up early, but whatever. And I didn't know it, but the guy next to me was, he was such a buzzkill. Like people, when you go to movies on opening day, people. Was that me or you? That was you. My phone's on vibrate. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um. Stupid family tree. I don't want your notifications. They're going to let you. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Continue. Or or we can wait in silence. Okay. That's fine too. Uh, yeah, so when you go see movies opening night or before, it's usually like people clap. You know what I mean? Like if you see a movie in the when it's been out for a while, nobody really claps. Nobody really cheers. Nobody does anything. And if the theater's packed, then a ton of people do that. A ton of people clap. A ton of people cheer. And there was one part where people cheered on this and the dude was like, next to me, he was like, grow up. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, gosh, dude, you are just a shitty person. Like, enjoy the movie. Like, have fun. Is Let people have fun. Is there someone we know that hates when clapping happens? I feel like, or is this just a podcast we've listened to? I don't know. Oh. It might be. It might have somebody we know. But I'm just like, Hopefully it's not someone listening and they're now like pissed. Like but. I don't, I don't typically clap. I think I clapped at the end of Avengers, but that was cause like everybody in the theater was like standing ovation. Um, can I tell you what my, my client said about, well, no, I'll, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. Continue. Sorry. Um, so anyways, so people start clapping in the back and the guy next to me is like, are you shitting me? Grow up. And I'm just like, Dude, I'm here to have fun. Like, I don't know why you came here. Like, Maybe he was expecting a religious experience. That being said, all of this, basically what I was saying is like this affected my my viewing. If I would have watched it by myself or with, with friends or something, it probably would have been a better experience. But so the movie starts and you kind of don't really know what to expect. Well, I didn't. I don't. We don't watch movie trailers as, we, as we've said. So I had no idea coming into this. I'm like. I don't know what we're what we have. I I just know what I've seen in like the unskippable ads, you know. I know who the cast is. That's about it. So the movie starts and it just kind of shows Gotham and Gotham is like a Gotham in this movie is a really shitty town. Like they wanted to take it. So how Chris Nolan's Batman's like I'm gonna make this realistic. So. I'm going to shoot it in Chicago. Um, this movie was shot in like... Uh, it was shot in London and... I feel like there was a couple spots that were in like Chicago or something. But anyways... It was like... Um, there was like trash filling the street. Like it felt like a really dirty place. Like somewhere that you do not want to be. Like, like oh I don't want to be at this place. Like this place is gross. But then... It kind of goes through, like, starts off, and you find out immediately off the bat, like, Batman has been doing this for two years. And so you're like, okay, so he's not brand new, but he's not really established. And so you kind of go through, like, um, whether or not it's, like, how good he is. And so the, the movie starts off with a fight scene, which is, like, one of the only things I've seen from the trailer. 
where he's like fighting the dudes with the skulls on his face. Um, and it's a really brutal fight. And then you realize, okay, so this is what the movie's going to be. It's going to be dark and gritty. And um, he wasn't like a perfect fighter or whatever. And that was kind of the one, one of the critiques I heard was, um, he's not more, how do I put this? He's not like superhuman. You know what I mean? Like normal people like, oh, Batman, I could be Batman. But then you think like, well, no, because he's got like all these black belts and like all the just he's just a crazy overachiever of a of a hero, basically. And right off the bat, he's like not like he doesn't get beat up or anything, but he takes a couple sucker punches and whatever. And he beats up the guys, whatever. But he's not like the video games or the cartoon where it's like he walks in by himself and just beats the crap out of all these thugs and they're just like, oh my gosh, my leg, you know, they're all, they're all hurting. And so that was kind of one of the critiques I heard is that he's not like, I didn't want to see a movie where Batman was real. I want to see a movie where Batman is Batman, where he's like this crazy, super strong, super genius Dude, that, like, you couldn't be. You know what I mean? Like, he's... To be this guy, you'd have to spend every second of your life literally training your body or your brain or whatever. Because um, right after that, it goes to a scene where he's, like, on a crime scene, and he's got to solve a riddle. And it's a fairly easy riddle, but it takes Batman, like some time to solve this riddle and you're just like dude i could have figured that riddle out in that same amount of time and he's supposed to be like the world's greatest detective the world's greatest detective so you're kind of like okay um but i i i enjoyed his batman like as much as i complain that he's not anything like superhuman or super special like i enjoyed his batman he was good he was dark he wasn't like over the top, like a lot of people, a lot of people hate on Christian Bale's Batman because he has to have his his gruff voice, you know. And uh, Robert Pattinson doesn't really have that. He just kind of talks like he doesn't say much. He says like a word or two um, at the starting. Like later, he gets you know Does more he say more talking. Like, hang on, Spider Monkey. No, he, he doesn't have, there's, there is like, I'm going to be honest, there is not really any comedy in this. Like, cause most of the time you're like, oh, Batman, you know, like he probably doesn't have much comedy, but every once in a while you'll be like, there's a one liner in there or whatever. Like even in the, the animated series when, oh gosh, yeah, the, the whole pudding thing, the pudding thing, when the building blows up and. Harley goes, Puddin', referring to her Puddin' Joker. And then Batman just says, he is now. <laughs> yeah, so, like, there's nothing, like, there's a couple, like, um, Colin Farrell's Penguin has some lines that kind of make you laugh. Like, he's, and he's amazing in it. Like, Colin Farrell, I've never seen him in anything where I'm like, this guy sucks. And this whole movie, I'm like trying to, 
Because you know when you see somebody and you see them in like heavy prosthetics and you're like trying to find that person in there. You're like, oh, it's like Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. Like you're like, holy crap, that's Tom Cruise. I can kind of tell because of this. I tried the whole movie to see Colin Farrell and I couldn't. All you see is they call him Oz instead of like the Penguin or Oswald Cobblepot. They just call him Oz. So... It's like you just see him and you're like, oh my gosh, this dude is freaking like perfect. Um, but all of the people, I think I thought they all did a good job acting. A lot of people were mad because they thought the Riddler was a little over the top. And I'm like, well, he's crazy though. So I kind of expected, you know, some craziness. I didn't expect him to be like, oh, I'm... You know, super benign. Like, to me, it felt like he was going for, like, a Heath Ledger Joker type type uh, Riddler. And I think he did a good job. Like, the one thing that I've told everybody that's kind of asked me about it is I'm like, he makes you uncomfortable. Like, that's the only, the only thing I can equate it to. Like, you see him on screen, and he's like a wild card. Like the Joker. Like, you don't know what he's going to do because... He's crazy. And some of the stuff in that scene, I I honestly could see how they would have wanted to rate it R. Because um, there's some of the stuff in there like that are very Saw-like. Like, the Riddler has traps that remind me of Saw. Because um, there's like a part where this dude has a... Um, an explosive device affixed to his body. I'm not going to say like how or whatever. Because I don't want to spoil it. But he like has this bomb put on him. And he has to like solve a riddle to get the bomb off. Before it explodes. Um, and Batman's helping him. And like that I'm like okay this does not seem like a kid's movie. Or like a family movie. Uh, a lot of the. A lot of the scene, the murder scenes in it are super, super violent. They're not like, like they're not going to show you like the dude's head exploding or whatever. But the, the first murder in the movie is like he smashes a dude's head with a, with a carpet tool and he just starts, starts hitting him and you're like, okay, well I wouldn't, you know, bring kids to this. It says the F word one time, so it's not. If the F word bothers you, <laughs> then you probably don't want to. Like I, I, the way I looked at this movie, I'm like it's PG thirteen. I probably wouldn't let anybody under thirteen see it, especially our kids, because our kids ask too many questions, or our our one kid. Don't get me started on that. And the other kid kind of, um, just asks why all the time, but he. <laughs> I just saw this meme and it reminds me of our kids where it's like, um, as an adult, I relate to how Yoda got so sick of Luke asking him questions that he literally died. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's, a, that's pretty accurate, but beside the point. But yeah, it's super dark, super gritty. Uh, I liked the story. I understood people's gripes with it because there are some parts where you're just kind of like, how did you get to this and how does this happen? The one thing I was happy with, like, they have Catwoman in this. 
And I was happy that she actually played a role in the movie. Usually they'll throw like characters in and you go, why was this person even there? You know, um, I think Michelle Pfeiffer played a good Catwoman role, like an actual. Well, I mean, she, so she's there and she's extra, whatever. Like she did a good job, but this character is actually moving the plot. Like she goes and does stuff like she tells Ms. people. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer didn't. Well, she does, but this girl's like the smart one in the movie. Oh, okay. So it's like Batman and <laughs> and Gordon and like we're going to do this our way. And she's like, why don't we do this? And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. And then she does it like her way. And she actually gets results where there's, they're kind of like beating around the bush. And she's like, Hey, by the way, I solved everything. So here, and you're just like, wow, she, you know, really did figure it all out before anybody else. Um, not to say just three hours of plot, <laughs> but it's, I really liked her character. I know people were pissed because she, I don't know. Like, Who's I don't know. Who's the actress that plays her? It's Zoe Kravitz. And she has, like, really short hair. I think she's Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Maybe. Uh, I don't know who that is. I don't know. He's a musician. Um, but maybe it's not. Maybe I'm completely wrong. But she, she's like this little skinny girl with. Um, short hair, and I think she's biracial, but I'm not 100% sure. I know she's been telling a story where she auditioned to be in The Dark Knight Rises, and they told her she was too urban. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's kind of, you know, that's that's messed up, but I thought she did really good. I thought Paul, Paul Dano, I thought he did super good as a Riddler. Um... Yeah, like I said, a lot of people didn't like it. I had no problems with it. Uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman was really good. His Bruce Wayne wasn't that good, but I chalked it up to it's kind of like he's early on in his career. He doesn't know how to be both of them. He's at the point in his career where he's like, the Gotham needs Batman. They don't need Bruce Wayne, so I'm not going to be Bruce Wayne. I'm going to be Batman. Was Alfred in the movie? Alfred is in the movie, and he's Andy Serkis, and he freaking does awesome. Like, this is another one where you go, okay, thank you for giving us... Because, like, um, what's his name? The last Alfred. Michael Keaton? No. Or Michael King? No, no, no. The one from Ben Affleck movies, Scar. Oh, uh, Jeremy Irons? Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons was Alfred? Yeah. I never saw it. He was Alfred in Batman Superman. What? And oh, I love him. He has like the parts where he, like Ben Affleck's at the Batcave and Alfred's like working on the cars and like doing stuff around the house, whatever. Um, This one, like Batman brings home the riddles and he gets to work solving the riddles. Like... Uh, I think, like, Bruce goes to, like, take a shower or something because he just gets back from fighting crime and whatever. And Alfred's like, oh, I've deciphered most of this. Here you go. You're like, hey, thank you for being, you know, useful. And he kind of says, like, he he taught him to fight and stuff. and But they didn't make him just, like, um, just a butler who 
spins bottles yeah who who like throws in a one-liner every once in a while and has little comebacks and whatever um he's like actually really helpful and i i love uh andy circus he does everything he does like he does good or he does well um like he was Gollum in Lord of the Rings and he he's been I think he's been a couple of people in Lord of the Rings but he was in what's that movie Black Panther he was a bad guy in Black Panther one of the bad guys and he did super good in that and it's just like everything he's in he's super good so he did he did really well um what's his name John Turturro the dude that is from uh, all of Adam Sandler's movies. He's the... I am Betty Betty Sneaky. You know, and he's the Grenada guy. And he's in, he's in the, the Transformers movies, but I only saw the first one. So I don't know if he plays a bigger role in the other ones. But he was in it. He's um, Falcone, as they kept calling him. Because, you know, you watch Christian Bales and you're like, Falcone? And this one, they're like, Falcone. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't really care how you pronounce the name. He did really good. He was he was creepy. Um, and I don't know. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright plays Gordon. And he was super good. Because you're kind of like, oh, it's... They're, they they've never really shown a good relationship with Gordon, on the movies, like we watched the 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 Michael Keaton ones, and it's like he literally says like three things to him and then he pisses off, you know, he doesn't really do much, so he had a good relationship with him in the the Christian Bale ones, but he doesn't really. I don't know. He just, he just kind of seemed like he was on, he was in for the ride, you know, like Batman's gonna do everything and I'm I'm just here. And this one, he's like, okay, like, he's a good cop in a city full of, like, really bad cops. Um, but he, I don't know, it's just kind of like, the other one, I, I never felt like the other one was safe. And this guy, I'm like, well, he kind of seems like he's going to handle his own situations. I don't think he's going to get, you know, any life-threatening stuff, at least in this movie. Um, I really liked the Batmobile, uh, I liked and disliked Gotham, because like I said, it's super trashy, so there's like trash all over the streets when he's driving around in his, he spends more, a lot of time on a motorcycle instead of in his car. Ooh, do you hate that? I, I was fine with it, but at the same time I'm like, because at the start of the movie the car's in pieces. And then halfway through, the car is put together. And so I'm like, okay. And then after that, he drives the car more. Like, he still goes on his bike every once in a while. But he does a bunch in the car. And the car is super cool. Like, it's just an old muscle car. It feels like a real car, like somebody would make. It basically just looks like some hot rod guy had a... Because I'm pretty sure it's a, a Barracuda. And it just looks like some guy had that in his garage. And he's like... I'm just going to put this massive engine in this and have it shoot fire out the back kind of thing. 
Um, that being said, it was cool. It has like a good car chase scene, um, which leads me to the music. The music in this movie was super good. Um, I don't want to go. I'll, I won't go too much into it right now. We'll go to break and then I'll I'll kind of go into it because I don't want to have the first half be too long winded. And we're back. How was your break? I'm still here. <laughs> I, uh, didn't, I didn't go see the Batman movie because I just... I, well, first of all, I just really had no desire. Honestly, sorry, but I didn't. And uh, on one of the unskippable ads, you can't, you know, skip. Yeah. Uh, I saw... It was the... Uh, Catwoman and Batman, and they had, okay, I know there's supposed to be sexual tension there, but, like, the chemistry was just shit. I absolutely hated it. To me, the chemistry, their chemistry was, like, brother and sister, like, fighting, and yet there was still sexual energy there, and I'm like, it's not really, like, the sexual energy I want, is I'm not into incest. I'm sorry. I know it's all on the hubs these days, but not for me. So, like, I didn't have a desire to see it, and then that little ad came up, and I was just like, yeah, I definitely don't want to see it. Um, I don't think... I thought they had good chemistry. Maybe it was just, like, the scene you saw, because... When they first meet, it's kind of awkward. Like, they're kind of awkward together, but as the movie goes on, they get they get better. And by the end of the movie, I'm like, okay, I can see this. Like, I, I understand it. Um, I, guess, I guess the only time I was into incest energy was when I watched uh, the new Star Wars trilogy. And I was like, oh, dang, this stuff's hot. And then after thinking about it, I'm like, oh, shit. I think they're brother and sister, but I'm into it. And then they're not brother and sister, but anyways, yeah, things just got awkward because <laughs> you um, just went silent on me. No, sorry. I was just thinking, um, no, they, by the end of the movie, I think they have good chemistry. Um, but back to the, to the music, it was like kind of interesting cause they do, they play a lot of, um, like, I don't know if they meant for this to happen or whatever, but in the movie, I'm sure they meant to, sorry, that sounded stupid. Um, in the movie, the Riddler's favorite song is Ave Maria. And so whenever he's like doing like murders or whatever, that's, that's his, like he's listening to that. And they kind of, for like his theme... They took, like, his, they took that and just kind of, like, twisted it a little bit. So, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. You'll have to, like, listen to it and then you'll be like, oh, I can I can hear Ave Maria. And it's just, like, kind of a, it's not, like, a creepy song, but, you know, I'm, my first 
association with that song was with the video game Hitman. And so I have always kind of associated that song with like funerals and stuff. Um, I don't know what it means because they, they have it in the funeral for... What the hell's that movie? Grown Ups. And so I'm like, oh, maybe it is a funeral song. I have no idea. Um, but th that being said, that's kind of his theme. Batman's is just kind of like a piano. It's like three notes played over and over. Um, it's still good. But then the dude that made the music is so good at like building tension. Like this is, this is kind of my, my thought. There's one scene... Like, the first time you really see the Batmobile, he, like, turns turns on the Batmobile, and then he just sits there for a minute while it's, like, revving up. But, like, the whole time the music is kind of, like, ramping up, if that makes sense. And so by the time that the Batmobile finally goes, it's like the tension is super high, and all he really did was just, like, I don't, I don't know. He just like made the music go higher and higher, like higher pitch. And so by the time it goes, it's like super intense. And I was just like, I'm impressed with that. The fact that he just like literally, if that would have car would have just been sitting there with no sound or if the music would have just been like the same as it was, wouldn't have done anything. We've just been like, man, why, why the hell is he sitting there for so long? Um, but then after... When he starts going, you're like, oh, man, okay, I totally get it. Like, he was building building tension with that. Um, so the music's top-notch. The, like, idea of it is really good. I think a lot of people got annoyed with the ending, but I'm like, the ending makes sense to me. But it's, like, realistic. It's, like, something that could happen. Not that, so there's kind of a fake-out. There's, like, a part where... Um, this is going to be my, my spoiler. So if you don't want to hear this part, fast forward like 30 seconds. The Riddler sets up a bomb on a seawall and then he blows up the seawall. And so everybody has to evacuate to this big building like Madison Square Garden, but it's in Gotham, whatever. Um, and then while he's there, like a bunch of sympathizers that are with him have all set up shop there, and they all have rifles. And so the whole city gathers in this place, and then they're just basically planning a mass shooting. Um, and there's a new mayor and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, like I could totally see this legit happening. You know, not saying like, oh, I, you know, I'm just like, the mass shooting, I feel like that's what everybody's afraid of lately. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what's leading into like the big the big denouement whatever um but the one thing i guess that i could like uh, other than that so i've said all my good parts now i'm gonna kind of get onto my bad parts the bitching if you will um the movie's three hours and i was pumped because i'm like Oh, I love, like, I, I, I would love to sit through a three-hour Batman movie. I love Batman. I'd love Batman for three hours. That being said, there is a lot in this movie. Like, it's one of those movies where it feels so, it feels like the movie is ending. 
and then you still have an hour left. And that last hour, it's about 50-50. So it's like half of it is super intense because it's got the big climax, all that stuff. But it's still got 50% that is just kind of like, oh, just kind of like solving riddles, whatever. Trying to figure out what's going on. Um, I don't know. It's... So it's kind of it's kind of half and half. I I like it, but you probably didn't need to have three hours. Um, at least like I'm planning on going and seeing it again, and if I do go see it again, at least this time I know where to take the bathroom breaks at. Um, because I sat in a recliner on this first movie, and halfway through my back was killing me like I had to get up I had to get up and walk around because I just couldn't take it anymore I had to pee super bad and my back was on fire and I'm like all right I gotta go I gotta go walk around because I literally just can't sit in this chair anymore um so the three hours is a tad long there's I don't know where you could like a, a director could probably be like, hey, he probably didn't need to keep this. He could have cut this out. He could have cut this out, whatever. But I'm not that guy. So I'm not going to say cut this out, leave this in, whatever. And I definitely wouldn't say turn it into two movies because the second movie would have been kind of boring. Um, and a lot of people were pissed. And I understand the gripes about Robert Pattinson's Batman Bruce Wayne um, cause his, like I said, his Bruce Wayne doesn't really care. Like his Batman is like, um, I don't know. I'm doing what's right. I'm beating people up. Like all the criminals are scared of me doing all that good stuff. And then it's kind of like back to Christian Bale's Batman where he's like, Alfred's like, you need to meet with these people from, from Wayne Corp or whatever. And he's like, I'm not going to meet with those people. And Alfred's like, well, you're, you're a Wayne. So you have to like. Don't disrespect your family. Like, carry on the legacies. Batman is my my family's legacy. Whatever you know. And so you're kind of like, okay, like he's he's a bit of a bitch as Bruce Wayne, which is I feel like a big missed opportunity because Robert Pattinson is very. What's the word? like? He's magnetic. You know, like you see him in. I didn't I didn't watch Twilight movies, so I can't. I saw the first one. And I can't really equate anything to that. But, like, in Harry Potter, you're like, man, there's something cool about this guy. Like, he's really cool. Um, and you see him in other stuff, you're like, this guy just, like, he just oozes charisma. And I'm like, okay, he could be a, a hell of a Bruce Wayne because he seems like one of those people that everybody likes him. And I'm like, yeah, he'd be an awesome Bruce Wayne, but they never really give him a they're, I mean, they're obviously making a second one because this movie made more on opening weekend than Spider did, Spider-Man did by like $5 million. I think this one made like $258 million and um, Spider-Man No Way Home made $253 million, something like that. Um, so I don't know. But they're definitely making a second one. So maybe in the second... Because by the end of the first one, he kind of realizes, okay, 
Like, there's more to saving the city than just being Batman, you know? So I think maybe in the second movie we'll get more Bruce Wayne plus more Batman. Um, so that was kind of like the drawback for me. I know people, like I said, people were accused the Riddler of overacting Paul Dano. And I, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought he was just playing a, a crazy person. And that's what he did. But I will understand people... With their with their gripes, um, to go back to my spoiler, so fast forward fifteen seconds. A lot of people were mad about the scene with the vans blowing up the seawall because they're like, we've seen Gotham City a million times and we've never had a seawall, but all of a sudden there's a seawall that literally, if anything happens to it, the city floods, and so you're kind of like, okay, I get that, like I understand where you're coming from with that. that makes sense um i think some people were like i i know a lot of people didn't like catwoman i had a friend who didn't like her and i was like why and he's like i don't know he just didn't i think he he didn't think she was attractive and so he was kind of like oh i didn't like her because i wasn't really i basically like he couldn't be seduced by her or whatever and i'm just like i don't know i thought she was cute but I, I don't know. That's me. Um, I don't have the same taste as everybody. And her costume kind of was... Her costume's awesome, but her mask sucks. Because her mask is basically a ski mask with a big nose. And it kind of looks like cat ears. And I'm like, okay. Um, I didn't... Wasn't a fan of... Of the mask. But the rest of the costume was nice. Because it was just like a biker outfit. Kind of like. What's her name? Selty. Is that her name? From the the Dulahan. Oh yeah. Selty. Good job. It's just like a black. Leather. Like biker outfit. Yeah. And so I'm like okay. I I can dig that. I can get behind that. Because she rides a motorcycle. A shitload in this movie. I Half the movie is literally her and Batman riding motorcycles. Um, but other than that, I didn't have any problems with her. Gordon was perfect. A lot of people were pissed because there's a scene where, not to give too much away, there's ample amount of time for the cops to take off Batman's mask and literally nobody does it. And they're like, why doesn't anybody take it off? I'm... I personally am like, well, Gordon probably helped him out. He was probably like, nobody touched that mask. You know, this guy's helping us. Don't, don't do it. Um, But no, that was other people's complaints. But like I said, for me, I really had a good time. Yes, there was like 20 or 30 minutes in there where I was kind of like, all right, let's, let's get to the end. Let's wrap this up. But other than that, so that two and a half hours, whatever, I had a, a an amazing time, and then thirty minutes, I was just kind of like, "All right, let's get let's get to the ending. I'm ready for the ending." Um, but I kind of I kind of do that with most shows. Well, can I, this is what my client said. I have a client. I love her to death. I highly doubt she's listening, but uh, shout out if you are. You know who you are. But she's like, when. 
she's newly single. And so she's like exploring all the like, she's over the tears and now she's in that great after stage where she's like just living for her, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, so she went to see Batman by herself and had a lot of fun. But what made me absolutely laugh, because I was like telling her, talking about it. I'm like, oh, my husband went and saw it and whatever. And uh, she was telling me about how long it was. And she's like, when the movie finally got over, someone in the theater just shouted, thank God. <laughs> and I was like, I would freaking die if I said I mean my thoughts exactly I remember freaking uh Lord of the Rings when I went to see that I stood up about two or three times thinking oh the movie's finally over oh no 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 yeah sitting back down so I definitely can't handle long movies and so yeah I think I would have died I wish I could have been there for that just silence in the theater and instead of clapping you hear someone just shout thank god yeah so, <clears throat> the way I look at it is, so my final verdict is, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed seeing it in the theaters, but I'm also a huge Batman fan. Um, I was going to say, if you're an average fan, or if you're just like a movie fan, whatever, and you want to see it, it is coming to HBO Max on like, I think, the 15th of April. It's like halfway through April. April. It's going to be on HBO Max. Um, so it, it'd probably be a better way to watch it. Because then you're like, alright, well I can pause and get me some food. Or I can pause and go pee. You know, and you don't, ha you don't even have to sit and watch it. The whole thing in one go. Because like I said, the first two hours. Really flow like super well. And then... That last hour is just kind of like, all right. I feel like the director's like, I want to make this three hours, so let's let's cram some extra stuff in there, which is not too bad, you know. Like, do you want to give the audience like, if you go see this, when this scene pops up, it's a good break, or is that too spoiler? -y? Um, let me think. Uh, there's. You can think on it. I I don't. I feel like that's just been done before. Where, what, what did Kevin Smith do it with? Like, well, there's an Spider Man, or was it just some friends I had that are like, oh, this scene, you can go to the bathroom. It's not. I th I I don't know. I think I had friends that would tell me, but I don't think it was Kevin Smith. But apparently, there's an app. I can't remember what the app's called, but um. Our friend Brandon was telling me about it. There's an app that'll tell you when the best time to go pee is. Um, I would say the best time to go pee is probably, I can't remember. I want to say after after the, the, the car chase would probably be a good time to go pee. Because that's like an hour and a half in. And... It's it's probably like twenty minutes before the big. Not it's not like a big showdown, but the the showdown with the Riddler. Um. But. Yeah. You could probably go pee right there and be good. So my final verdict of the movie, like I said, great movie. 
I liked it in theaters. If you like Batman, go see it in theaters. If you just want to see the movie, just to just to say you have seen it, or if you're like a Robert Pattinson fan, or if you just like any of that stuff, coming to HBO Max, probably for the average moviegoer, would probably be a better way to see it. Because then you could pause it, go pee, or finish it on another day. I don't, I don't know. Whatever people do. Some people like to space out. I'm like... I might as well just finish the movie, you know? See, I, as someone that am like, I don't want to spend a lot of time in a movie, like a three-hour movie or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely am someone that's like, no, I'm finish, finishing this today. I'm not someone that, yeah, that's like, oh, I'll finish this another day. Like, mm, no, thank you. Well, and it's funny because I, like, personally, I will not... I'm not going to shy away from the fact I'm a gigantic hypocrite when it comes to that. Because if it's a movie, it really depends on the movie. Sometimes I'll finish it and sometimes I won't. But like when it comes to like an anime show, I'm like, oh, I want to hurry and blow through this. But then I'll blow through that arc. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop for six months. You know, which you are, are frustrated with probably because... We finished an arc on One Piece, and we have not gone back to we it. We haven't even finished an arc. We're still freaking mid-arc, and you're like, no, nah, I'm done. Well, I feel like we finished Thriller Bark, and then we kind of moved on, and it just didn't... It's probably because it like, didn't hold my attention like Thriller Bark did, but... How could... Oh, ho, ho, ho. Whew, oh, them, no. Them are fighting. You don't even know where we're at. We finished We finished that arc. No, we didn't. We are in Luffy's backstory. Okay, yeah. that. So, okay. I'm thinking about the arc we just finished before the backstory. So, we're halfway through the backstory. The city just started I, on fire. I would still say... I would still argue this backstory is part of that arc because, like... Yeah. Because it, it has everything to do with it. I think I'm just kind of bummed because I felt like the arc was taking too long. I'm I know. like, we got like 50 episodes. I know, but you're almost done with it is the thing. Yeah. Like, you're so close to the end and you're just like, well, I'm I'm done. I'm over I, this. It's the same thing with Game of Thrones. Like, I just lost. Okay. I, I, that might be for a different episode, but I'm going to say it. Uh, we watched four, three and a half seasons of Game of Thrones. Four seasons. Yeah, we were on season four. Um, near the end of season four is what I'm told by others. And we watched it and this last fight, the fight ended between the mountain and the viper, between the mountain and the viper. And I literally this, like I was teetering because I'm like the, this motherfucker loves to kill off everybody that I like in the show. And it's pissing me off. I didn't know you liked the viper and I liked the viper. I didn't like, I didn't think he was the coolest, but I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. Like, he seems like a cool guy. I'd like to see where he goes. Um, And then they freaking kill him off. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to lead to all this stupid, I don't know. I I haven't watched it, but all this dumb shit. And I just like, I'm done. I just like rinsed my hands and I'm just like, I'm not watching the rest of the show. And I literally got online and I read the entire rest of the show. You're such an asshole. <laughs> because I was just like, I'm not watching this anymore. Like, I am done. And I just, I had no patience for it. And that is 100% my fault because I know a lot of people are like, oh, but it gets so good and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, that's fine for you. Uh, I probably should have ended in the first season when they killed off my two favorite people. Because they literally like, my one character, my one favorite character dies, and I'm just like, ah, 
It's fine. I've got another character. And then within two episodes, they killed him off. And I'm just like, why am I watching this anymore? Like, if I was watching Batman and you killed Batman off right off the bat and you didn't give me a promise of, like, a new Batman, I'd be like, I'm not watching the show anymore. But, like, there's other characters on the show where you're like, this guy's interesting and this guy's kind of fun and we're going to give him a redemption story and we're going to make this guy that's unlikable still unlikable, but he's kind of, like, in an endearing way. And I'm like, oh, gosh. I think that's what I hated about Game of Thrones was the... uh... We're going to give unlikable characters redemption stories. And I'm like, I don't think they deserve. Not all of them reserved, deserve redemption stories. Like, mm-hmm. Jamie Lannister. Like, they're like, oh, but, like, he's really a good guy. And then you're just like, oh, yeah. He is a good guy. I almost forgot that he's, like, fucking his sister. And, like. He, um, he tried to murder he a kid. He tried to murder a kid. And, like, he's just a really disgusting human being. And, like. You know, you forget about that, so... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, final verdict. Batman fan, go see it in theaters. If you just want to see it, HBO Max on the 15th, and it'll probably on Blu-ray and DVD sometime in the near future. Um, oh, and the one vibe I forgot to tell you, the one thing I really liked about it is it took place... The first of the movie takes place on Halloween, and I really enjoyed that. I'm like, if they make a second one, I would like it to, like, take place on Christmas. I'm like, I don't know. Because I was, like, thinking about the video game. You know, the, the the final video game takes place on Halloween. The entire game takes place on Halloween. Um, or on Halloween time. I don't think it's Halloween night. But the Arkham Origins game takes place on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, that'd be fun. Like, do a little thing. Um, people were like, it's going to be like the killing joke. Cause the killing joke is literally some dude like murdering mob bosses on, on holidays. Um, so, but it's a good movie, good twists and turns. Um, it kind of takes some of the lore and flips it on its head. Like there's one point where you think, well, maybe, um, Thomas and Martha Wayne weren't that great of people, but you know, that kind of throws Bruce for a loop, but it's good. I enjoyed it. I'd recommend go seeing it. Just like my personal opinion is this is going to be a good movie that's going to lead to a great movie. I feel like the next Batman movie is going to be basically how Batman Begins was to the Dark Knight. Like Batman Begins was good and then the Dark Knight was great. Um, Debatable. But I love, I love both of them. So I'm not going to be like that guy that's like, oh, well, you know, this one is only good because of freaking Heath Ledger. But I'm like, oh, shit, shut up. Um, And there's some people that hate Batman, so they're just going to automatically shit on it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't, you know, I don't come into your house and shit on your stuff. So whatever. Well, can I just say... Are you done? Or do you have more to say? No, that's that's the end. I just feel like you're the Batman fan, and I feel like you're way more cynical or critical or however you want to, of Batman than I am. Because you're over here like, well, this was, this was this, and what did you say? I can't even remember. I should have been taking notes. But like, oh, like Catwoman was useless in every other movie until this one, and uh, 
Alfred was useless in every other movie until this one, and I'm just like, really? Because, like, I freaking love Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. I She's my favorite, and I think she, like, did a lot to progress that story, but, like, whatever. I see where you're coming from with, like, the progression plot, but, like, I don't know. Just, like, listening to you talk about it, and you're like, well, this guy sucked, and this guy sucked, and I'm just like, well, I thought... I thought they did good. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't get me wrong. I love Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Like, to this point, she's probably my favorite Catwoman. But, I don't know. I just didn't feel like she was... I felt like she was like a side... I I don't know. Maybe, maybe that doesn't make sense. She was just kind of like, I'm going to, like, do my own thing and not really care what anybody else thinks. Well, which is that is, not Catwoman's M.O.? That's pretty much her M.O., but then in this one, she's like, you know what, I'm going to try to do something for the greater good kind of thing. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. I... You I guess you just have to see it to kind of be like, okay. Because they're not really... They're not the same. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer's... It's kind of like... Heath Ledger's Joker compared to Jack Nicholson's Joker. Like, yeah, they're the same character, but they, you know, there's nothing really that binds the two characters together. So. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Fun movie. I had fun. Looking forward to the second one. Um, a lot of people think they saw a certain character at the end of this movie, but I disagree 100% with all of those people. Because um, to me, it just didn't look like the character that everybody thinks it is. And I'm like, well, this would be the first time in the history that that, that character looks like this. So, whatever. Maybe that's just me. So, yeah. Go see it. Or don't. I'm not your dad. Like, I'm not going to force you. Do what you want. You're adults. That should be the name of this podcast. You're adults. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Do you have anything, anything else to add? Um, if I was paying attention, I would have added some things about like, why you're, why are you so cynical? Why do I think it's good, but you don't type thing? But I wasn't paying attention to, or I don't remember at least why, uh, why I thought that. So I'll just shut my mouth and see it. I guess for another day. I don't know. Well. I don't really want to see the movie still, but, you know, I just... Maybe that's me. I'm not a Pattinson fan. Like, Twilight ruined him for me. Um, I'm a Batman fan, but I just... I feel like we've had one too many Batman movies. I'd like someone new. And don't give me the stink eye. And, yeah, it's three hours long. Like, I just have no desire to see it, like, at all. Also, movies today suck. I just I just want to find a movie. All right, thanks for listening. (laughs) Just kidding. Bye. I'm not going to cut you off.